This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. I'm Cristina Matescu with the news. First, the headlines. Official talks are held in Bucharest between the presidents of Romania and Germany, Klaus Johannes and Frank-Walter Steinmeier, respectively. The European Court of Human Rights ruled against Romania after collective action brought four years ago by 21 same-sex families. And the Bookfest International Book Fair got underway today in Bucharest, bringing together over 200 exhibitors and foreign cultural institutes in Romania. The president of Germany, Frank-Walter Steinmeier, today begins a three-day visit to Romania, at invitation of his Romanian counterpart, Klaus Johannes. The two presidents are due to hold one-on-one official talks focused on developing political, security and economic cooperation and are also expected to convey a message of solidarity with and support for Ukraine and support for the Republic of Moldova, both of which are neighbours of Romania. On Thursday, Presidents Johannes and Steinmeier are to travel to Sibiu for talks with the leaders of the German ethnic community in Romania, of which President Johannes is also a member and visits to the Samuel von Brukenthal National College and the fortified evangelical church in the village of Christian. The German president will end his visit to Romania on Friday in Timisoara, where he will attend a concert at the city's philharmonics, meet the German-born mayor of the city, Dominik Fritz, and visit the Nikolaus Lenau High School, where he will meet representatives of the German and Jewish ethnic minorities. Romania must adopt the necessary legislation to recognize same-sex couples. The European Court of Human Rights on Tuesday ruled against Romania for the latter's failure to legally recognize same-sex union, following collective action brought four years ago by 21 same-sex families. Romania, which decriminalized homosexuality in 2011, decades later after other EU countries, still does not recognize marriage or civil partnership between same-sex persons. A number of legislative proposals to amend civil partnership legislation to include same-sex couples have failed in recent years. A referendum on amending the country's constitution to prevent same-sex persons from obtaining the right to get married did not draw enough voters in 2018. A poll conducted in 2021 showed that 71% of Romanians believed the recognition of civil partnership for same-sex couples would not have an impact on their lives, with 43% saying it would. 
The Bookfest International Book Fair got underway in Bucharest in the presence of the Romanian Minister for Culture, Lucian Romașcanum, and Italy's Ambassador to Romania, Alfredo Maria Durante Mangoni. Italy is the fair's guest country this year. More than 200 exhibitors from around the country and the neighboring Republic of Moldova, alongside foreign cultural institutes, will be present every day until Sunday. According to the Book Publishers Association in Romania, the organizer of the event. Twelve Italian writers are taking part in book presentations and debates, almost half of them having already had their works translated into Romanian. A project co-funded by the Ministry of Culture, Bookfest also travels to Timisoara, Cluj-Napoca, Târgu Mureș, Brașov and Chisinau. Trophy holders Sepsi OSK Sfântul Gheorghe are tonight playing the Romanian Football Cup final against Universitatea Cluj in Sibiu on neutral turf. The winner will vie for the Romanian Super Cup title on the 8th of July against Farul Constanța, last Sunday's winners of the Super League Championship title. And now a quick look at the weather, which is generally warm and sunny, with the exception of the west and northwest where a yellow alert code for instability is in place from noon until later tonight. Thunderstorms, torrential rain, including hail, and wind speeds of 50 to 60 km per hour are expected in these regions. Elsewhere, the highs of the day are between 21 and 29 degrees Celsius, with 23 degrees recorded in the capital Bucharest at noon. And that was the news. Romanian employees in two vital fields, education and healthcare, are asking for higher salaries. I'm Kramerasmian with details in this commentary by Stefan Stoica. The Romanian coalition government is in a fix under double pressure, put both by the education and healthcare trade unions, which are asking for significant salary increases, and by the excessive budget deficit, which is above the limit allowed in the European Union. The teachers and the non-teaching staff have been on an all-out strike since Monday, which they say could be extended for several weeks, jeopardizing the national exams. So far, the negotiations have failed. The trade unionists want the authorities to find quick solutions for increasing the salaries of all the teaching staff. The representatives of students and parents have also had talks with the government They support the demands of the teachers, but they are worried about the approaching end-of-year exams. The government claims that the solution is the adoption of the salary law. However, the teachers have lost patience. They say that they are tired of promises and demand the adoption of a law that should increase all salaries in the education system until the new law on public sector salaries is drafted by parliament. The authorities should increase not only the incomes of the beginner teachers, but also those of all teaching staff, the trade unionists claim. According to Anton Hadar, the leader of the Alma Mater National Trade Union Federation, they are speaking about 260,000 people. We did not receive a satisfactory proposal Longer-term solutions, that is, the future salary law, are also being protracted. 
At this pace, I guarantee you that there will be a strike this entire week, and I think the strike will be extended not just for a week, said Anton Hader. Social discontent is rising dangerously in the area of healthcare, too. Dissatisfied with the fact that the unitary salary law was allegedly not applied correctly, the trade unionists from the Sanitas Federation picketed the health ministry. A possible strike by nurses and caretakers will not affect the hospitalized patients, but it will cause the postponement of certain surgical operations. The president of the Sanitas Federation, Leonard Borescu, says... The all-out strike does not affect the patients. I can guarantee that, because the sick will receive the best possible care as before. The problem is that we will have to give up certain surgical operations for chronic patients. That will be cancelled or postponed for a few days, said Leonard Borescu. Healthcare employees want the continuation of employment in the field of health and social assistance. The granting of the basic salaries in the grid to all employees, the calculation of all the increments and the hourly rate for night shifts by reference to the paid salary, the calculation of the food allowance by reference to the current minimum gross salary in Romania, and the adequate funding for health and social assistance institutions. On June 8th, there will be a warning strike, with work being interrupted for two hours, and the all-out strike is scheduled for June 15th. In defense, it's not about spending, but about investing, and Romania understands this, the defense minister Angel Tulver says. I'm Ana Maria Popescu with more details in this report, written by Roxana Vasile. EU member states have managed to supply in just the first few days one quarter of the artillery shells promised to Ukraine for the entire year. In Tuesday's meeting of EU defense ministers in Brussels, the EU diplomacy chief Josep Borrell said the European bloc provided Ukraine with some 220,000 shells and 1,300 missiles. He also said the Union mobilized 10 billion euros to be able to provide military support to Ukraine, of which 5.6 billion euros under the European Peace Facility and the balance from the military industry and member states. NATO also carries on ammunition deliveries. Attending the EU meeting, the NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg pointed out that over the past few months, Ukraine received Leopard, Challenger and Abrams heavy tanks. The UK has sent modern long-range missiles, while other allies, including the US, Germany, Poland and the UK, have started training Ukrainian pilots for the F-16 aircraft to be supplied to Kyiv. Also attending Tuesday's meeting in Brussels, the Romanian Defense Minister Angel Tilver says the current context proved that the defense budget must be increased. In this sector, there are no expenses but investments, and Romania has understood this, Angel Tilver said. <laughs> 
România se bucură de o reputație din ce în ce mai bună, datorită și consecvenței, datorită și faptului că de mai multă vreme România a înțeles că... În România's reputation is improving steadily thanks to its consistency and to the fact that it understands that in defense it's not about spending but about investing. And the situation today proves that we have made the right decision when we increased the budget to 2% over the past six years. And the 2.5% of GDP earmarked this year for defense enables us to purchase or produce further equipment and high-tech capabilities, able to meet citizens' expectations that the army must ensure peace, predictability and stability. According to the Defense Minister Angel Tilver, the talks in Brussels revealed enhanced cohesion between the European Union and NATO. Formatul în care ne-am întâlnit astăzi este un format UE, la care participarea secretarului general... The NATO Secretary General taking part in this EU meeting was important because the discussions we had and the fact that there were nuances in our solidarity led to enhanced cohesion in terms of the cooperation between the European Union and NATO. On Monday, one day before the meeting of EU defense ministers, Brussels also hosted a meeting of the bloc's foreign ministers. For Romania's diplomacy chief Bogdan Aurescu, this was an opportunity to point out that Romania supports uninterrupted support for Ukraine at all levels concurrently with further sanctions and international isolation for Russia. And this wraps up today's newscast on Radio Romania International. Don't forget to also follow us online at rri.ro and on Facebook. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast is Song of the Day. The band's Dob and Zub gives us positive energy at the beginning of the year by releasing the song Let It Be Good and Beautiful, a wish addressed to the Moldovan compatriots, but not only. See you in the new year with new songs, concerts, and hundreds of roads to travel on. Let's go, be kind, and show kindness, is the message of the band from the Republic of Moldova accompanying the release of today's hit called Let It Be Good and Beautiful. Hey! 
Listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today. Welcome to Society Today with me, Eugen Nastan. The information, albeit incomplete, is interesting with respect to lodging, as it was revealed by the population census carried in 2021. Such pieces of information carve out an image of our country caught between two extremes. At the lower end of the scale, a great many localities are abandoned, especially in the countryside, where the houses outnumber the inhabitants proper, while at the upper end of the scale we have the urban, extremely crowded areas, and where we have fewer lodgings as compared to the number of citizens. Concurrently, even though Romania has probably the greatest number of real estate property owners across Europe, it fares poorly with respect to the quality of lodging. The concentration of the population in the big cities and on their outskirts can be explained by the employment opportunities, education and ways of spending the leisure time in the urban areas that are offered to those interested. As for the depopulation of villages, it can also be explained through the demographic decline, but also through people's migration to regions capable of offering, potentially at least, a better life. Or at least that is the conclusion of the associate professor with the geography faculty, Bogdan Suditu, who is also the president of Bucharest Municipalities Technical Town Planning Commission. E un fenomen care s-a accentuat după 1990, It is a phenomenon that has been on the rise after 1990 and even more after 2000. The rural regions lose population or the population is aging, while many villages do not have any population at all any longer. Furthermore, there is this trend of youngsters to migrate to the cities that, on one hand, have employment opportunities and, on the other hand, education-related or professional training opportunities. I also use the data provided by the census, and the situation is quite worrying. I should like to point to the fact that, of 
3,181 administrative territory units. A mere 77 of them have more than 25,000 inhabitants, which is a very low percentage, meaning that 2.4% of the administrative territorial units have a reported number of inhabitants exceeding 25,000. But I will also hit the other extreme. We have 2,501 administrative territorial units, that is 78% of Romania's administrative territory units, with less than 5,000 inhabitants. We sometimes have situations where the number of employees in the municipality is not greater than the active population of those communes. Indeed, we have hit upon two extremes where, on one hand, the population is concentrated in the big cities, Bucharest, Constanza, Timisoara, Iași, Craiova, Cluj, and the metropolitan area of those cities is developing, while on the other hand, we have a great many administrative territorial units that stand to lose. We have in Romania a commune with 88 inhabitants. We're speaking about Bătrâna in Hunedoara County. There is nothing new about the situation reported for 2021. Similar facts had also been reported 10 years ago at the previous census. For instance, in 2011 they found out 129 villages had zero inhabitants and, following a calculation system where, for the reported figure, they took into account the overall number of rural localities, the conclusion was that 2,000 villages had less than 100 inhabitants. Waiting for the complete data, we presume that in 2021 the phenomenon was more intense. What can be done to improve the condition of the people living in those deserted areas, but also that of those living in the overcrowded neighborhoods? Bogdan Suditu once again. Există o strategie națională a locuirii care a fost aprobată anul trecut și asta este un lucru foarte bun. There is a national lodging strategy which was officially approved of last year and that is a very good thing. It targets mainly the vulnerable groups and equally the improvement of access mechanisms to a decent lodging, whether we speak about a rented place or about private property. Obviously, it is a national strategy focusing on what the government can do, yet it also sets the framework with the cooperation of the public local authorities. The scourge of the demographic decline has not hit Romania alone. There are many other countries facing similar problems. The mechanism the government has come up with, the ensuing strategy, target the improvement of mechanisms, so much so that, on one hand, in the big cities and in the crowded areas, the lodging stock should develop, while on the other hand, it is obvious that lodgings can also be built in the rural regions, but there we still need to see for whom exactly that can be implemented. If Romania draws population or migrants, they're highly unlikely to head for the rural regions. So what can we do? We need to improve, meaning we need to use the existing resources more efficiently. For instance, instead of having five schools in a rural area hit by depopulation, one such school will just do, a school with good teachers, where children from remote villages can be fetched with a school bus made available by the town hall. It is one of the solutions that can be implemented, and it really is implemented in some cases, so that people's living standards can be improved and that they do not have to leave anymore. The need for safety provided by having a property of your own, 
That need is still great for the Romanians. Yet the stock is very limited of the bill lodgings, if such a need is to be catered for, a need which sometimes is in contradistinction with another one, the need for mobility. And that was Society Today. Coming up next on Radio Romania International... Visit Romania. Hello, this is Daniel Bilz at the microphone and today we invite you to the Nemtz County in northeastern Romania, which has recently become more and more visible on the eco-tourism market. Here there is the natural park Vunator Nemtz, a newly protected area founded 24 years ago in 1999. The surface of this park is covered 85% by forests, where bisons, an endangered species in Europe, are roaming free. This is how the area has got its name, the Bison's Land. And this is the only eco-tourism destination in Romania included as early as 2017 in the top of the most sustainable world destinations. During the International Tourism Fair in Berlin, the Bison's Land came first in the ranking of the world's green destinations. According to Viorela Kipper, manager of the aforementioned tourist destination, the Bison's Land got European certification in the year 2009 by being included in the Eden Network, the European Destination of Excellence. Here is Viorela Kipper. On a relatively small surface, mainly on the territory of the natural park, lie no less than 17 hermitages and monasteries, four memorial houses, protected areas, the Nam's citadel, historic monuments. 21 of these located on various cycling and hiking routes. Here one can admire bisons roaming free in the area, and this is the only region in Europe where this can happen, thanks to the administration of the natural park Vunaturnamts, which more than 10 years ago took the right measures and made this thing possible. Local rangers can accompany tourists in their search for these animals, but the latter need to plan their visit two, three days in advance. And this is a unique experience worth living if you are in the area. At the visit center in the aforementioned natural park, tourists can also visit an exhibition on the local flora and wildlife, as well as on the traditions in the area. Here is again at the microphone, Viorela Kipper. Hiking and cycling routes are generally linking several tourist objectives, be they cultural, spiritual and historical. And here I would like to mention some of them, such as the monastic villages, at the Agapia or Veratec monasteries, which are unique in Europe. Here you can admire the neatly kept houses of the over 800 nuns living here. The Nantz Citadel is another major tourist attraction in the area, as well as the Ozana Valley, which is nearby. The natural reserves, known as the Copper Forest or the Silver Woods, have a special beauty irrespective of the season. Maybe this is the reason why they appeared in various literary works. 
You have been listening to our regular feature, Visit Romania, today about a top eco-tourist destination in Nantes, Eastern Romania. Next in this program, sports. Hello, this is Daniel Bilz, the microphone. Several days ago, one of Romania's best sports clubs, Dinamo Bucharest, celebrated 75 years of activity. On this occasion, the club, founded on May the 14th, 1948, under the auspices of the Romanian Interior Ministry, celebrated some of its greatest champions, which along the years won no less than 131 Olympic medals, of which 38 of gold, 44 silver and 49 bronze. Among those celebrated was Romania's double Olympic champion Leon Rotman, gold medalist in the 1,000 and 10,000 metre canoe races of the Melbourne Olympics in 1956, as well as the latest Olympic champion Roa Ankutsa Bodnar, who got the Olympic gold in Tokyo 2021, together with Simona Radish from Stella Bucharest. Along the years, Dinamo Bucharest has raised numerous champions, such as the late Nicolae Linka, Romania's only Olympic champion in boxing, or canoeist Ivan Patsaikin, who won four gold medals in Olympic Games. The list also includes the great Romanian canoeists Elisabeta Lipa and Giorgetta Damian Andronache, who each ripped five gold medals in Olympic competitions. Dinamo has also produced great teams, which along the years compelled recognition in various international events. The club's handball, volleyball and rugby teams claimed the European Champions Cups and had a great contribution to Romania's national sides. The club also boasted a famous football side which made it to the semi-finals of the European Champions Cup in the 1983-1984 football season. Six years later, Dinamo Bucharest made it to the semi-finals of the UEFA Cup Winners' Cup. In the end, we remind you that you can revisit this report on the internet at rri.ro as well as on Radio Romania International's Facebook profile. listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, it's Truly Romanian. Today we're going to introduce you to one of the most popular traditional music singers in this country, the late Benone Sinulescu. Let's begin with one of his best-known songs, an old Romanian tune inspired by the legend of Radu the Highwayman.
pădurea bradului, trece mama rodului măi. Din ochi negri lacrimând și de rodul întrebând, Radul mami, rodule măi. Din ochi negri lacrimând și de rodul întrebând, Radul mami, rodule N-ați văzut pe Radu, mami, L-am văzut la crâjma stanii, Unde-și beau drumeții banii Și hai duci gologanii, Radu, mami, Radule, măi, Unde-și beau drumeții banii Și hai duci gologanii, Radu, mami, Radule, Radule, stai, nu mai bea, uite, pote, racolea, măi. Însă Radul n-asculta, pote, ral înconjura, Radul, mami, Radule, măi. Însă Radul n-asculta, pote, ral înconjura, Radul, mami, Radule, Șeful poterei striga, măi, Dă-te, Radule, legat, Ca să scapi nevătămat, Radu, mami, Radule, măi, Dă-te, Radule, legat, Ca să scapi nevătămat, Radu, mami, Radule, Radu, mami, se-ncrunta, Pușca-n vânt o slobozea, măi, Cărare prin ei făcea și de pote răscăpa, Radu, mami, Radule, măi, Cărare prin ei făcea și de pote răscăpa, Radu, mami, Radule, măi, Benone Sinulescu, who died in 2021, aged 84, loved traditional music from when he was a child, and after a short stint at the Technical High School in Buzău in eastern Romania, he joined the music school, and from then on he dedicated himself entirely to music. Let's listen to him next with a song called Let the Horses Run Faster. Prin pădure pe cărare, măi, măi, Prin pădure pe cărare, Mă-ntâlni cu dorul în cale, Mână ca-i vizitiu, iute ca argintul viu, Să mă duc la mândrasat până nu s-a întunecat. Iauzea, uzea, uzea, iauzea, uzea, Iauzea, uzea, uzea, iauzea, uzea, Prin poiana dorului, măi, măi, Luai drumul codrului, măi, 
la murgul lui Măi, mână ca ai vizitiu, iute ca argintul viu Să mă duc la mândrasat până nu s-a tunecat Iauzea, uzea, uzea, iauzea, uzea Iauzea, uzea, uzea, iauzea, uzea Coborâi printre vâlcele, măi, măi Să ajung dorul mândrei mele Să mai scap de gândurile Mână ca-i vizitiu, iute ca argintul viu Să mă duc la mândrasat până nu s-a tunecat Iauzi, auzi, 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 auzi Our next choice today from Benone Sinulescu's long list of hits is a song called Longing. Frunzuliță, foi de albă, aleargă, dorule, aleargă, măi, dorule, măi. Aleargă, dorule, aleargă, cât îți este lumea dragă, măi, dorule, măi. Prin lume cât ai umblat, tu de mine ai întrebat, măi, dorule, Din sat, măi, dorule, măi Când îi trece pe la mine Ți-o inghide poarta bine Măi, dorule, măi Că m-am supărat pe tine Că m-am supărat pe tine Măi, dorule, La poartă Să nu mai vin niciodată Măi, dorule, măi Bate vântule cât poți Dorul din lume să-l scoți Măi, dorule, măi Și bate cât îi putea Și dul din inima mea To end this program, let's listen to Benone Sinulescu and his longtime collaborator Irina Login, another very popular folk singer in Romania, with a song called Where Are You Going?
Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania. I am your host today, Kalin Kotsoy. Today's edition is part of our series on the situation of historic buildings in Romania's capital, Bucharest. As you may remember, the focus of this feature is the negligence and corruption that leads to priceless houses and former public buildings being destroyed lost forever to future generations, to be seen only in nostalgic photographs in black and white or sepia, taken at a time when Bucharest was considered to be an urban jewel in an otherwise rural Eastern Europe. You may also remember that the greatest wave of destruction was perpetrated by the dictator Ceausescu, in order to erect what used to be called the People's House and is now known as the Palace of Parliament and is believed to be the second largest building in the world after the Pentagon. An entire neighborhood was razed to the ground, with people getting moved into amorphous blocks of flats in other areas. Alongside homes, the victims of this urban carnage were dozens of religious buildings, churches, monasteries, and synagogues. As the regime was declaredly atheistic in a militant way, in line with communist ideology, Ceausescu actually targeted churches, not only in the People's Palace area, 
under the pretext that homes for the working class were more important than houses of worship. Hundreds were bulldozed, but today's edition is about one of the few rays of human kindness that brightened those dark times in the 1980s. It is the story of one engineer who got a brilliant idea and he used the bureaucratic and political apparatus to actually save no less than 11 churches and monasteries, as well as housing buildings from the onslaught. Engineer Eugen Yordakescu was outraged when he realized that the plan to raise the Uranus neighborhood that was to make room for the people's house involved demolishing a monastery from the 17th century. As the engineer recalls, quote, The initiative to demolish that part of Bucharest was constantly in the newspapers at that time. A 400-meter scale model with the area that was supposed to be systematized was on display in a sports complex. We, the designers, had to identify what was to be demolished and what was to be spared in order to make room for building ensembles for the state and for the population. The engineer goes on to tell how he got the idea of saving entire buildings. As he told the story, quote, I saw a waiter walking with a tray full of glasses. I thought of how he holds the tray while moving, meandering between tables. I realized that if you create a stable base, whatever is on top has no way of moving." Unquote. His simple yet counterintuitive idea was to actually lift the entire building and move it as if it were a train carriage on a railway. He submitted the idea to his superiors, who promptly turned it down. Eventually, the idea, though rejected initially, reached the dictator himself and his wife Elena, and they grudgingly approved the initiative. This 17th century monastery for nuns that had given him the idea was the first to be moved. It was lifted 1 meter 60 centimeters from the ground and shifted in five moves 245 meters away. The monastery weighed 750 metric tons. This success amazed the dictator couple. As he recalls, quote, When they first visited the site, Elena told Ceausescu, Look at that, they actually did it. That is when I realized that Ceausescu had been certain that I could not pull it off, and that he probably was secretly wishing I wouldn't. The engineer first built a thick slab of concrete to be used as the tray that first gave him the idea, then used readily available construction machinery to lift up the building, setting it on makeshift rails as if it were a train engine. In spite of this success, 
The 11 buildings that were saved were only the proverbial drop in the ocean. Countless other houses of worship were taken down, including synagogues, whose former worshipers had largely vacated their communities to leave for Israel and Western countries. The main Jewish neighborhood in Bucharest, stretching over a large central area of the capital, was gutted. But several temples were left, and a few of them are still in use, having been renovated. However, their surroundings are only a shadow of the vibrant home of a living community that has ceased to exist largely. Most temples back in the golden days were kept by guilds of merchants and tradesmen, as well as by wealthy donors, but they are long gone. By contrast, Christian churches are the property of the Orthodox Church, which has ample funds and resources at its disposal, and many churches have been recently repaired and had their mural icons repainted. Irrespective of the faith they represent, houses of worship are still standing symbols of their communities. People who save them from destruction like engineer Eugen Yordakescu, are figures to be remembered and celebrated as urban heroes. In the hope that this has been informative for happening in Romania, I am Ken Kotsoyo. Focus on Romania.
coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk, the traditional music segment wrapping up today's broadcast on Radio Romania International. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and featured today is Tiberiu Ceia, representing the folklore region of Banat in the west of the country. Să jucăm că-i sărbătoare, la, na, 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 la. Hai român la hora mare, la, na, 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 na. Să jucăm că-i sărbătoare, la, na, 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 la. Hora mare românească, la, na, 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 na. Cine-o joacă să trăiască, la, 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 la. Ce pe schimba ce la na 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 Și cu dreptul mai departe la na 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 Tot înainte pe schimba ce la na 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 Și cu dreptul mai departe la na 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 Cu mai înapoi la na 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 Ca șai hora pe la And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet, at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye.